Hey guys, and welcome to season three of the Us People podcast. I'm your host, Savio Rox, and in this season, I get to make my guests laugh, cry, and even make them think about life a little differently with the questions I fire over to them, which digs into their lives and professions a little differently. We even had a chance to change up the intro, giving you a fresh new sound. I look forward to sharing season three of the Us People podcast with you. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mario Bekes, Managing Director of Inside Intelligence Group, Sydney, Australia. And I was a guest with awesome Savia Ross on the Us People podcast. So guys, subscribe, listen, tune in. And thank you, Savia, for having me on your podcast. Made up my mind, now is my time to shine. Now is my time to shine. Time that you let go, time that you let go. Time Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Yes People Podcast. I'm your host, Savarox, and today I'm abundantly humbled to have Mario here with me. Mario is a radio show host, a public speaker, and the author of Blood Soaked Soil. Mario, thank you so much for taking your time to come on the Yes People Podcast. How are you? Savarox, thank you for having me. Thank you to all your listeners. I'm okay, a little bit tired, you know, I must say, but now after a few minutes talking with you, I'm okay, because I said like it's a six o'clock when I wake up and <laughs> I was looking where my body is, you know, I mean, I'm touching my legs and my life, what that is, but you know. I know it's pretty, yeah, guys, I got Mario up really, really early, you know, it's yeah. really late in London, um, it's mm. about 7.30, 8 o'clock, almost 8 o'clock, but where you are is 6.30, so... He, he's feeling the beautiful resonance of the sunshine where I am getting the darkness but they're both beautiful in their both unique ways so Mario again thank, thank you, you so much for coming well, on the show yeah so my first question for you Mario which I absolutely love to ask all my guests that come on the show is could yes. you please tell me about yourself but also where you were brought up but also how that influenced you to be the beautiful person who you are today thank you that's it's a beautiful compliment Savia. being a beautiful person uh, i truly believe that it's easy to start from the end not from the beginning you know people love to say when i was born here i was doing this and that you know before i become what i become it took me quite a time of life lessons learning life lessons Today I'm the father of one, uh, he's a beautiful boy, I'm, I'm the manager director of two companies and you know, very grateful and I never believed that I'll be successful, I always work in my business, right? Which leads me into terms of running business in Australia, it was difficult for me, Savia, because as you can hear it, my accent is, it's my English is not first language, so like when people listen to me, they're like, Okay, let me talk to Google and let me write uh, what did he say, <laughs> translate. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> so today, today, uh, today, I'm very grateful. You know, I have two companies. I had a beautiful son and I got opportunity in life to yeah. have my radio show. And I truly believe that the life rewards you when, you, when you're ready. I, I don't know mechanics. I don't know the magic behind what's happening in my life. And... You know, that being said, people told me, like, you know, stop daydreaming. So my daydreaming started when I was 14 years old. Like, you know, long story short, my parents kicked me out uh, on a Christmas Eve. I was fortunate enough that my grandfather was at that stage a um, high-position intelligence officer in Yugoslavian Communist Secret Police. Yeah. So he took me under his wing. And um, he didn't know nothing better than turn, turn me into a spy, right? <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, I really enjoyed it. I mean, military school, all this, you know, communism was, it's, it's very dark society, very great society. You know, all your dreams and ending, you know, in a moment when you wake up, you know, in the morning, because society conditioning, right? I mean, you can't, you can't, Savi, I can't explain to people, you can't progress in, in communism if, if you are coming from the parents who are the simple uh, workers, right? You must have the parents who are either the doctors, lawyers, and everything else. Unfortunately, my parents, <laughs> they were not one of those. <laughs> so like, um, and then what happened? 1991, you know, I was 18 years old. 
all my dreams was like, you know, I find a girlfriend, you know. I lost virginity. I, you know, I, I make the dreams in the sky in the war style, civil war. So we have something like similar to what we see in Ukraine, right? You know, the Yugoslav people army starts uh, smashing the rebellion we had. Yeah. Because uh, we had enough of these things. Uh, and I found myself 18 years old in, in the midst of the war um, without knowing nothing better, Savia. You know what I mean? But I was continuously dreaming, you know what I mean? And I do remember on the 15th of January, 1992, <clears throat> and my book says why, because it's Independence Day, we've been recognized by the, by the global society. And I saw the plane in the sky. I probably this was on some TV on a bunker, black and white, or some commercial Ibiza, McDonald's, you know, chicks in a bikini. And I said, this plane goes in Ibiza, I'm going to be on that plane. And I was very young, 19 years old, and I was very having squad, you know I mean? I had the 50 people. And everybody looked at me and said, like, stop dreaming. It's like, I'm telling you, one day I'm going to be on that plane to Ibiza. Mm-hmm. Like, and everybody's was like, you know, come on. And I never give up dreaming, Savia. I never, I lost faith many times in my life. I did, no question asked. You know, if you ask me, can you blame somebody for your mistakes? I even blame you before I know you, you know what I mean? That's how I was. I was blaming Savia, 91, <laughs> Thanks, 95. Mario. I blame everybody for my, you know what I mean? Everybody. And, you know, then I realized, <clears throat> 98, I was, uh, I wanted to, Finish my my role in military. Yeah. I was at that stage in military uh, intelligence and security services, and um, the government told me we have a job for you. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> you don't just leave as you want. So what happened? They told me you need to go in a department for foreign affairs. And I said, okay, this is double or seven lifestyle. Uh-huh. I was like, what? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> roll me in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, but it's nothing to double or seven life, you know. It's like all the first paperwork you sign, and I mean, keeping the secret, NDAs, and all these things. And then I sent in Australia. So I come in Australia in November '98, the Croatian embassy in Canberra. Um, I, I, I fall in love with this place straight away. I never traveled in my life, sadly, before. I didn't even know, you know, I mean, except on a, on a map of the countries are, right? But I, I never know nothing about Australia. So Australia just kangaroos and desert, you know what I mean? <laughs> Which is not far away, from the, by the way. And what happened, um, I fall in love with Australia. Yeah. That stage, I was going through the very heavy divorce. Um, I mean, she took, she took advantage of me. Okay. We all have the ups and downs. So I accepted this. And um, I was looking the way to... Finish, you know, 20, 15 years in government service is enough, you know. I mean, it's, it's it is a long time, even even Daniel Craig, you know, I mean, James Bond died now, you know, what I mean, he can't do anymore. Like, it's one day you need to stop, you know, I mean, it's like he's becoming old, you know, I mean, he can't do this anymore. Yeah, the body can't um, take it after a while, the body says no, yeah. yes. <laughs> <clears throat> and since I was being wounded in the war a few times, you know, I slowly saw how I'm changing on better, right? It, I like it, Australia. And I didn't dare to stay in Australia. You know, I can't say to my boss I don't stay in Australia. So what happened, uh, basically, I did uh, transfer myself from the government service you know, to civilian life. Yeah. And I decided to stay in Australia. I met a beautiful lady. I told her I, I'm the 007 now, you know. I have no money. I have no kids. You know, ex-wife took me everything. Uh, and she says to me... Um, why don't you stay in Australia? And I said, like, I can't just stay in Australia. You know, it doesn't work that way, you know, because of the visa and everything else. I didn't want it to be that type of man, you know what I mean? Oh, by the way, I'm pregnant. It's like, oh, Jesus, you know, it's like, I need to stay now. You know, it's like. <laughs> so, Mario, what have you been doing? Yeah, like, well, as you know, like, you know what I mean? We just, anyway, long story short, uh, we did. I didn't know nothing about life, Savia. So, the moment I left government service, I believed. That world owes me everything. Yeah, I've heard that before. And that was the biggest hit in my face, right? world doesn't owe me nothing. My first job, I was bouncer, cleaner, taxi driver. And I truly hated everybody. Everybody. Everybody for my, uh, for my decisions. And I didn't understand that I need to learn the language, know the culture. Had the faith. I have no faith. 
uh, instead of this, I was sinking, I mean, deeper and deeper and deeper. Uh, eventually, I got a good job, comes the GFC, okay? <laughs> so another hit. We lost the home, we lost the jobs, and, you know, I started my business in intelligence. And then, as I was in society in Australia, people, you know, again, tells you, everybody tried to, tells you, you can't do it. And that stage, I knew it, I had no choice, because uh, this is my life. I'm 30-something years old, I'm very old, <laughs> and uh, if I don't do now, I'm never going to do it. So yeah, I was 37, 38. And when I started my business, I always say to people, if you want to start your business, think not once, but think 10 times, because it requires sacrifice. Yes. Not just from, from you, Savio, me. Uh, it's uh, people around us, husband, wife, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, kids, and everybody else. And nobody believes that running business is just you get some money, right? It doesn't work that way. Like you need to work for money. And that's the difference between people working in jobs and people working for themselves. But I was blessed enough. Uh, I have a couple of hiccups. My son has become very ill. He got epilepsy. That was the biggest hit in my in my face. And um, next to him, I learned English because, you know, he's going to school. So he's teaching me. <laughs> and I run my business, you know, uh, but what on that road I learned that I need to be grateful for everything that's happening to me, not just the blame. And people love to always say to how the successful they are, how great they are, Savia. You know, everybody's a killer on the paper. You know what I mean? You, know, you come in the gym, tattoos, might, you know, like everybody is an assassin, you know what I mean? You know, business that transferring millions of dollars. Life is not like this, right? And what I learned is to love my son. And I learned next to him to appreciate my life. And his mother, she helped me quite a lot on that part. So, you know, I'm paying heavy now her as well, so she can enjoy her time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's okay, because, you know, what you know, I learn, I will never meet you, Savia. I will never be on your podcast if I didn't meet people who will who shape me and form me to become today who I am as a one of we had a common friend. And when the people believe in you, Savia, and if you believe in yourself, you're gonna succeed. So that's my that's my that's my business, yeah. So and then I start writing books and everybody will say to me, Oh, you know, English. It's like I know, I know how to do it. And um yeah, I asked my son to correct my English, then I give the publisher and then he's like, that's gonna be Hundred quits in, I mean, or something. It's like, my God, you're so expensive. That give me money. I'm not going to you. So yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it is life, and that's like I've been rewarded, awarded, and looked after in second part of my life. Yeah, I didn't like. You appreciate this. We don't have that luxury in life that we know what's going to happen tomorrow. Tomorrow is not what it promised. But I'm very grateful that I met it. People like Daniel, yourself, who gave you opportunity. No, seriously. And yeah, that was that's that's me. So from the end to beginning, and now back to ourselves. Do you know the funny thing is, Mario, what you just said? The one thing I do love about life is not knowing, because I find that beautiful of not knowing, because not knowing what to expect can teach yes. you how to train yourself for things that happen unexpectedly. And it challenges your mind so that you can become a better person person by the challenges that come your way. So I think I, that's I cool. couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more because I always say to it's very hard to impress me in my life <clears throat> by anybody. I was impressed with the people who are humble, people who are pushing. But when the people come to me around me and they talk about, you know, how rough and tough they are, how successful they are, it's okay. You know, you know, we all have the problems in life. How I can help you? It's okay. You know, another another note is it's who you're surrounding yourself. Yeah, that's a big one. It's not who you by nature, but by nurture. And I was fortunate enough, I don't know why it's a god or universe or midgets, unicorns, who cares? Um, put on my part. <laughs> Sorry. Put on my part. No, it's okay. It's... <laughs> I just like the way you say things. I love it. But but that's a safety. Like if I if I become very serious, you know, we all have that serious podcasts, right? Yeah. We always can do this. You see, I have that I have that privilege in my life and um how to say 
yeah, privilege. I can joke because I have such a serious life. You have a serious life. You all have a serious life. But don't don't box me there and say, oh, you in Savia, how do you know? You have the good laugh. Yes, we did have the good laugh. There's a reason why Savia has been her podcast. I'm not here to, you know, oh, Savia, you know, my life was bad. Like, you know, God. Like, no. But as I say, I'm not sure. Midgets, unicorns, God, universe, put me in position with the people to meet, like yourself and a few people which we know together. And I'm very grateful. People who are humble, but hungry. Yeah. I definitely have that one, both of them. And I appreciate it. I think that's one of the best things in life is appreciation. Thank you. Ma- Thank you, Sonia. Mario, please tell me, um, which we spoke about it previously, just before we even started recording. But can you tell me, can you define who you are as a person, but who you see when you look in the mirror, but on the flip side of that question, you know what's coming. Has there ever been a time in your life where you have looked in the mirror and not recognized the person staring back at you? How did you manage to come back and, like you say, be the humble person like you are today? That thing about looking at myself in the mirror, it didn't work very well. I always want to have a six-pack and everything else, but it's okay. I wrote myself on a mirror, Mario, you beautiful. Um, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Uh, the only person in your life who can't lie to you is yourself. And this is the very valid question. And when you ask yourself, like, we can we can pretend we are great or we are happy or we are unhappy, but deep inside of us, when you see us, when you look yourself in the mirror, you can find the answers right away. <clears throat> my biggest source was my son. And I lived under impression for such a long time, Savia, that everything was happened to my son on his health side, yeah. I caused it. And I mentioned this at the beginning. I was the guy who inflicted so much pain to other people. And unfortunately, I enjoyed this. And when you're young, you know, I can't justify this. I was young and this and that. So what I decide after all this life experience without looking myself in the mirror, I decide to become ambassador and activist for humanity. This is what, because that's my purpose. I try to uh, convey that message and stipulate to people that life is beautiful. And when somebody asks what is life, I say, you know that dash between the date of birth and that when you die? That yes. dash, that, that's a life. It's very short. And uh, again, my son was my biggest teacher because he was going through such a, such a painful time of his life, you know, with epilepsy and all these things on his brain. And I didn't know what to do, Savia, right? But I didn't blame nobody. So I decided, I said, like, okay, if I'm already doing all these things in my life, you know, tackling the problems and facing the obstacles, I'm going to face this as well. Um, so I found a purpose to become the, the voice. And uh, I'll call this a short ambassador and activist for humanity because I truly believe that's my role. You know, I didn't grow up in poverty with, with the very sadistic parents, went in a war, because war is a most horrible thing you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Surviving the war and you know going into a different country like Australia to you know work in this country and all this part. So I believe that as again say God, Providence, Universe, you know, Golden Fish, whatever, and I mean put me that part to be here. And if I manage it, Slavia, I believe if I manage it to reach my dreams, everybody can reach dreams. That's true. Don't ask me how. I don't know mechanics. I don't know mechanics, but I truly believe it's a belief inside yourself and always there to be for people. So my role is to be, my purpose is to help people to reach the goals and reach the dreams through my my experience. And I think you're doing that. I think you do that every day. Even when you're speaking to me now, you're doing that because there's, all it takes is one person to hear what you have to say to change their life. There is Thanks. a question. No, you're welcome. You're always going to be welcome from me. You know, Thanks. there is a question that I yes. do want to ask you, and it is about your father. Mm. Now, the reason why I asked you the question about you looking in the mirror is because of this. And I've experienced this myself on my own father. If you were to bring your father in front of the mirror, what do you think 
he would see within himself the reason why I asked you this Mario is because like I said even before we started recording we are in control of ourselves we are not in control of other people and how people treat us is a reflection of themselves so do you believe that if you were to put your father in a mirror he would see a bitter vision of himself or do you believe he would see a more forgiveness part of himself how do you feel if you were standing next to him and both of you were in the mirror and you actually had a conversation about both of you being in the mirror? What do you think would be said? Oof. Uh, uh, now I can say something smart, what people expect, you know. <laughs> I, I forgive my father. I truly believe he couldn't be a different man than he was <clears throat> being alcoholic. He was a heavy, he was a... He was a great worker, you know what I mean? And he gave me the best gift, Savia. Uh, my father was 59 when he died and he got a cancer. But what did happen before that? <clears throat> I need to go in the hospital. I need to take a sharpness for my mouth, you know what I mean? And I need to, I visited him. And then he started talking to me. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. And I say to him, what do you mean you wish you done this? You wish done, you know, you wish it's more of that. I say, you have all your life, and you always, always had a time um, uh, to do these things, right? And now you die. There's, there is no, there is no, uh, there's no time anymore. So then I realized that my father actually gave me the best gift that never lose the time. And it took me a long time, Savia, to forgive him, him and my mom. You know, it's not easy to forgive the things he done to me and i never understood why he done this to me except sometimes i truly believe that i wasn't his child you know i don't know what was the story but if i had him in a mirror i think i give him a hug and i said to him you know first i forgive you and look at your grandson because in second another token i believe that he will be great grandfather you know, i mean he will be great no no right to my son I think he will be very protective, lovable, and everything else. So yeah, I think I forgive him. Yeah, I, I no sorry, I forgive him. But I think we we will have the good chat um, on a nice way. Yes, that that is something I truly believe. I believe that forgiveness is a crucial part of life. And if we don't forgive ourselves, which is very hard, we can't forgive others. So. That's true, and I think also if you forgive others, it teaches you to heal better. That's what I've learned. <laughs> heal, yeah. Look, <laughs> heal better. I I believe that people looking for the help in two <clears throat> two cases: once when they're very sick, and secondly, I mean medically, physically healthy, uh, physically sick, right? When the health is very bad, and secondly when they realize there is nobody else to blame on the life mm -hmm. and as you said savia need to look at yourself in the mirror and, you know i've been tricked so many times i believed in my life and i was a oof, great in these things i was believing that people have the magic wand for me i just need to find somebody and fix all my problems <laughs> where's that wand <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So, like, um, then uh, you know, it takes time. It takes time. But as I said, like, most of, majority of people live that life in confined space in their head, hoping it's going to change or someone's going to change for them. But I learned in my example, I'm the only one who can change my life. Nobody else. That's true. And you know, thinking, yeah, it's easy to you know. All these gurus here, yeah, let's go walk to the fire, let's go, you know, think about clouds and rainbows and these things. It's okay, but you need to wake up in the morning, and every time when I wake up in the morning, my son is laughing. I tell you why he's laughing, sorry, okay. <laughs> okay, so I wake up in the morning, and I say, in my bed, you know, I'm searching myself, right? And I said, today it's gonna be a good day. And then 
he from other room. He's like, "Why you are psychic?" You know what I mean? You know how that's gonna be. <laughs> and I said, "Mateo, I choose to believe." He said, "Like, you know, like the kids, like he's yeah. years old, he knows everything, right?" And I said, "I choose to believe." And he says to me, "Believe in what?" I said, "That's gonna be a great day." You see, he doesn't understand this yes. because he has yeah. no concept of a life, Savia. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with me or? I mean, yeah, no, totally. Totally. They don't, if they were in your position, life would be, believe me, a lot different compared to when you were younger to to where he is now. <laughs> you know, the generation now have it, I wouldn't say abundantly easy, but they have it a lot easier than the generations before. And it thank the universe for the generations before because they've had to sacrifice a lot in order for even us to be where we are today having the freedom that we do have um sometimes i believe as human beings we take it for granted um and that's where the gratitude comes in where we have to have more gratitude for our ancestors who were in war who were slaves who were abused whatever it might be in the past and we're the lucky ones to be here now to be even me and you mario to be able to have this cultural conversation between two of us i like it is i think i think in all my life and i think that my parents and the school like when you're living in society i used to believe in communism it's one thing the beliefs of our society but second one on a level on a home level family level um i was brought to be the hate like my parents was hated everybody like everybody everybody who's not white everybody who's not christian everybody who's you know seriously savia and you know, like then I when I come to Australia, I said like, "What's wrong, man? It's, it's just wrong." And that's our parents. I think that our parents inserting this into us. And I always say to people around me, "Just show your kids love." You know what I mean? Just just let them understand. You know, it's it's life is beautiful. I have no time to worry about things which I can't control. And who says you know I'm better than you, Savia? But you know when you are a teenager, you know what I mean, and you are every day. My father was having that go you know i mean everybody it's bad everybody it's this everybody is that you know i mean everybody should be dead and i said you know even when i question this you know he will be angry with me because how i dare to question his uh, thoughts and i'm like okay well, okay everybody's bad except us but don't worry we have no food on table you know i mean i have no sneakers but everybody else is bad you know like it just i think it's it, it takes time in life to you learn the value of your own life and i think that people should understand that life is to be meant to be lived and leave the legacy in that process of living you know we should make the better place as much as we can even if we can change the life of one it's not being done so yeah savia i mean i'm so grateful i'm talking to you so yeah that's the one of the things that stood out for me as well when i was reading your book and yes. and i'm just gonna go through it bit by bit because i just love yeah. the fact that we're just we're just having a conversation which is quite yes. rare sometimes you have to go look in but i'm not having that at all <laughs> so okay. for me when i was reading in your book i saw that your your mother and father had quite a significant age gap Mm, between 16 them. Years. about 16 years yeah 16 years yeah he so, loved the younger obviously i don't know hey <laughs> 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 so, oh, <sorry. laughs> no it's all right i like it hey <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm gonna get me a younger woman but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in a way because I always say this to everybody when I speak, have a conversation with them. Every seven years we evolve as people, we change as people. Even someone said to me that when you get married, you're saying yes to multiple people. And they were like, why? I don't understand. And the reason why that person said that, obviously, it's a wise, such a wise thing that they said. When you get married to somebody, you're not getting married to one person. And the person thought that they were cheating. I said, no. When you're getting married to somebody, you're saying yes to multiple people because in life, if you are with that person for a lifetime, that person will constantly change in their life. And when you think about it, every seven years we change and we evolve as beings. So the seven seven years that you were previously predicts your seven years next and then the seven years next and then seven years next. So you're marrying different people. You just have, you just have to, excuse me, evolve 
with that. And I thought that was such a beautiful thing for that person to say. And it made sense to me what they said because I had to think about it for a second. And then when I thought about it, I thought, yeah, that is correct. We are changing all the time. And that's why, Mario, there's nothing wrong with getting divorced. There's nothing wrong with finding a new partner, you know. But the reason why I asked that question is because, like I said, your parents had quite a significant gap between them. (laughs) So uh, the question that I do want to ask is, do you think that that was the reason why they were the way they were as a couple because in your book even you said you were surprised that they were together well i don't you know i can joke now but the life of my parents was a very mysterious right it's very mysterious um, i know my grandfather was very you learn very early about disappointment in life <clears throat> so my grandfather was yeah. very well positioned man and he has a three kids. And you least expected in communism because he was in that high rank intelligence officer. You know, he was a second in charge in Yugoslavia. That was his position. Anyway, uh, he always told me, expecting from your mother gonna be the doctor, your auntie, you know, this and that, right? Instead of this, they they really um my mom become the hairdresser, right? You know, <laughs> what you don't know, you're gonna see second book, you know, with my mom. My mom, she was um she was a thief. Yeah, I mean, she has a disease, so kleptomania, kleptomania. And my mom, she will steal from people. And my father, I think he realized very early by having me and my brother that he is now done. He can't move, right? Um, but you don't know these things, Savia, before you grow up. You know, as I was growing up, I was learning things because, you know, as a kid, somebody wants to tell you, serious stuff you know what i mean but then i was listening to some things from other people people tell me you're like your grandfather don't be like your mother i you know you brush off these things you know like yeah <clears throat> but the difference between my mom and my dad my my parents were the cowards i think that they uh, courage skipped that generation because when the war broke out in yugoslavia my parents dumped me literally dump me again. Yeah. They'll they're going into a refugee camp. And then I realized that everything my father was doing in his life with my mom was nothing. Everything was just a lie. Everything was just a lie. Because you never leave your kid, you know, I mean war. That's the number one. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Um, but his explanation was you're 18 years old, you can look after yourself. And you know, when I was your age and I was like, dude, just don't don't preach me anymore. You know, he tried to be, my second book is coming to that point. He tried to be father to me, but it was too late. I think he realized, he started talking to himself. But I why that this age gap, I think that my mom, she wanted to deliver the purpose to leave her home. And he was available. <laughs> and I think they met somehow, some way. Like as I said, like Savia, I have no idea about their life, nothing. Yeah. And the people who knew it, that dead, you know, by the now, you know. So I truly believe that there was an escapee. My mom, she tried to escape her life by marrying my father. And uh, my father was quite um, tolerant to my mom. You know I mean, and that was my biggest problem because my mom, she would tell him whatever she wants and he will action this over my back, my face, without asking me if it's true or not. And that was for me, it was the biggest, biggest problem because, you know, my mom, she'll talk to my father and she'll say, Mari, done this, 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 this to me. And then he walks to the door uh, from work and punch me in the face. And I have no, I don't know why. And so he was, he was blind, you know, maybe she, I don't know, black magic. I don't know what it is, but. Hey, you never know. Yeah, look, but I want to know. It's like they, their life was a mystery and all that was meant to them. It was uh, five packages for smokes per day, drink. Alcohol, yeah, that this they were his heavy smokers. Alcohol, and that was their life. And blame everybody. Okay, imagine okay. you wake up in the morning, Savia, yeah, and you're listening. Your parents like blame everybody. Oh, every that that woman, she's a slut. This guy is a drug dealer. This person is this. Like from four o'clock in the morning, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like so I, I knew it that one day I can't wait to leave. And somehow I believe that war happened, not because of me or for me. 
But when it did happen, I had a choice to leave this 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 uh, toxic environment, and I did. Yeah. Yeah, I think it gave you a form of not necessarily the freedom that you wanted, mm. but it gave you a freedom to walk away yeah. from what was behind you and just just let it go and leave it behind. And that's not always a bad thing. No, no, that that is really not a bad thing. I think, as you said, we need to in life um, multiple personalities, as you said, and you know, I like it that analogy. Analogy you, you said. Um, we should choose the happiness in our life. You know, I was always wondering, will my life be, you know, born in my city, which is a very tiny city, uh, and die? I was always having goosebumps, Savia. And when I was talking to people around me, I told them, I just don't want to end up in this place, you know what I mean? And they said, what do you mean? I said, like, what's the life, you know what I mean? Just married kids and you die. You know, there's so much things we can do all together, you know what I mean? But society was um, was punishing, you know, everybody who tried to lift their head. And, um, but I couldn't care less because I was in good position. I was being sent by my government overseas, so nobody could preach me nothing. But then when I stayed here, oh, that day was like, because you, you meet new people, you open horizons, you understand that things changing around you all the time. You're learning, you're evolving. And that's how I wanted, you know what I mean? So not what I learned from my parents, only from savvier things, you know what I mean, from, from this person, this person. So, yeah, that's the life. One thing I do want to talk about, which I loved, was mm. you falling in love. Ooh. <laughs> 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 uh, <clears throat> Funny. You know, she's on my Facebook, you know what I mean, as my friend. We never spoke again. Right? We never spoke again. Look, I, as I said, like, I make the cast in the sky when I met her. And, you know, like, you know, you appreciate when you're 18, 19, 18 years old, you know, you think you know everything and life is just here to make everything. And, you know, she was a beautiful girl and she was young, of course. uh, But I fall in love with a woman in the normal times I could have the life. But when the war broke, broke out in Yugoslavia, yeah. Uh, particularly in Croatia, it was the Orthodox versus Christians. It was the Croatia versus Serbs. Uh, it was a difficult to swallow that that pill, right? Because um, despite how much we love each other, she couldn't do nothing because she was a 15, 16 years old and, you know, parents was looking after her. But I think there was a once when she left, you know, Croatia, and she's going to Serbia, Bosnia, wherever she's going, forgot now. I do remember, I just want to die. You know what I mean? Like somebody takes part of you. And yeah, yeah because it's not normal. It's not normal. You have a wall. You know, her, if her father told me he's going to kill me, I mean, oh. And then suddenly, and nothing is normal. You can't reach person, right? You know what I mean? Like a few days ago, we were all in one big country. We can reach each other. Suddenly we can't. You know, we have invisible borders and you know, <clears throat> the phones and everything else. And um, I wanted to die, Savia. But, you know, it turns out, <laughs> it turns out I become the hero because I want to, you know, <laughs> I want to die. So I rushed into everything and I become the hero. But then something breaks out, sorry, break it inside of me. I start hating every moment. So love turns into the hate, hating everything. And as I said, like before, I took it extremely pleasure um when she asked me for help and i said to her no because things have changed right she asked me for help and um we never we never met each other i believe love it's a beautiful thing i think that people should experience the love of course it hurts you know <clears throat> you'll be dumped you know what i mean like it's, it's always better <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> excuse me but my situation was a totally different my life you know i was 18 years old and i was in the war and you know, I was thinking the Romeo Juliet story, like, you know, it's going to yeah. work, but it didn't work. So, <laughs> so I was begging for love from that moment. I was begging for love. Most of my life, Savia, I begged for life, for love from people to someone that loved me. That was my biggest setback. Not believing myself, but yet begging people to love me. How 
how low I was thinking about myself, right? Mm -hmm. And then you learn to live by yourself, to live with your decisions, to love yourself, mirror, as you said. Um, Do you believe that you love yourself now, Mario? Now, yes. And, you know, one of, one of the things what I learned in military, like in, in days of the training, um, you make a compartment of your life, right, in military. So your emotions as being down in basement. You know, you're becoming the engine. You're becoming the machine. And because I was in a war, then you have the different, they have the regular army and they have reserve army. But I was a professional soldier. And I took a pride in what I was doing. And then you have the, all these compartments inside of yourself. Parents, you know, love, wife, kids, Savia, podcast. But on surface, you know what I mean? You're becoming machine. And that's that's always caring for the government. Machine. I don't care for your problems. I don't care you have the emotional fallouts of what type of man you are to suffer because of the woman. And then you're like, mm, I can be... And then you're becoming something which you're not. It, it's just like military has this um, magic, I'll say, that make a compartment of your life. And that's how I was living, right? Put my parents down the basement, love my basement. I'm just going to be concentrated on my career. And on that part, I'm just going to take what I need, push people from that part when I, when I don't need. And I did this as well. And, you know, you just follow that line. When you reach one obstacle... Yeah, you get a little bit tap on the shoulder, but nobody cares about love. Nobody cares about love. Nobody. Like, and you know, the society, you know, they don't care. That's a weakness. You love, what are you, how old you are, you know, I mean, all these things. Mm-hmm. And then you're becoming same like everybody else. And then I le- learn why the people tell this to me, because they are not happy. So their unhappiness comes to me, on me, so I become unhappy, and they're like, what well, love? Well, I'm strong. Mario. Yes, sorry. I know you're making me laugh, so it's true though. No, it's good. It's good that you're making (laughs) 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 No, because no, it is true because a lot of people don't want you to see their weak. They see it as a weakness, basically. And that's when your ego and your pride evolve (laughs) and you never want anyone to see your weakness where actually crying is a strength love is a strength compassion is a strength all these things that people think are weaknesses are actually a strength i agree with you savia but people don't accept this and i'll tell you why i miss it quite a bit in my life and from 91 to 95 when i was married first time um i didn't have any relationships i didn't want to have relationships i just want to live my life as it is but i do remember and i mentioned this through our conversation i gave the now pride that i can little bit being cheeky and it's funny and everything else because it's it's hard to somebody can impress me with their life you know i've been in the war uh, entire family died from cancer my son was epileptic diabetic and all these things so, you know, I had to, you all had some type of painful experience in life, right? So, like, I might as a little bit, little bit more than usual, but it's okay. So, I give myself pride to be a little bit cheeky. But what it happened, what I try to say, I've been in a relationship with, a, with, a, with a one or two women, and, uh, you know, you're like 30s, and I've been told by one person, like, you know, man doesn't cry, right? And I was, I was shattered, right? I was shattered. What it happened, it's I've been laughed at this, you know what I mean? And then I give up, you know, showing my uh, my tears or whatever it is and everything else. Because I couldn't believe that I bought on that spell, I put a spell on you, and uh, that I spell the person, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I believe what she told me that crying, it's like not for the man, you know, we need to be tough and rough. And sometimes, you know, sometimes, and as I say, Man, it doesn't run this planet. Man is not a hunter. And I tell you why, because it took me time to become me today. What I can hunt a woman if a woman says to me, no, 
And what does that mean? I'm the apex alpha male under this one. Man, you're nothing. When you get the men flu, you're down. You know what I mean? A woman continues. So I always believe that women are actually uh, holding this planet on a place. But as I say, love, it's a beautiful thing. Compassion, says Savia. But all this change. And everybody loves things quick and fast. Uh, everybody try to portray themselves in public how they want to be perceived, which it's wrong. But I truly believe that there is a reason for everything happening in life. Everything. Of course. And love and compassion and kindness. And I must say, Savia rocks. Ever her email and message is full of, honestly, it's so, so much kindness. People don't do this, Savia. You know what I mean? That's the same thing. Like, you know, it's, sorry. No, it's okay. I'm entertaining everybody now. So it's okay. No, I like it that day. This is what it's for, huh? Mm. It's your story. It's your truth. I, everything you say is your truth and how you feel. Yes, it is. Like yes. I say, you are the superstar. You know? <laughs> I, I, I'm just the host who gives people a platform. We are both hosts in our lives. Well, that's see, true. That is true. You are the host and you decide to open door for me. And this is what the people don't understand. People believe that it's granted in love, in sex, in business, in money that everybody owes us. Nobody owes us nothing. Mm-hmm. Nobody owes us nothing. And I always come to that point. I remember 14th of July, 91, you know, one day was a peace. Next day I wake up and the morning was a war. Yeah, I never understood how is this even possible? Like, how is this impossible to happen to us? And who gives the right for somebody that makes me unhappy? And to tell you what to believe, not to believe, as long as it's normal, legal, you know what I mean, things. Um, uh, but the thing is, Savia, I'm so thankful that I can be me with you today. Because seriousness of life, it's... I come back to my son, I told him, the day we are born, we got deadly diagnosis. We are going to die. Yeah. So between true. now and there, you enjoy the life. Make the life, make the world a better place. So... That's my goal. I like that. And that's yeah. a beautiful goal to have. That is a beautiful goal to have. So, Mario, I'm going to take you away for a second because yes. even though you were singing to me a second ago, I put a spell on you. <laughs> you don't want me to continue because you were so I really don't mind, life. actually. I was okay. enjoying it. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't mind. If there was a song that represents who you are as a person... And that tells me this song is Mario. What song do you believe you would choose, and why would you choose that particular song? Okay, it's um, it took me time. First of all, I learned how to pronounce on English things in you know my life. You know that was, <laughs> but there's only one song. Like there's several songs I can I can put there, but Frank Sinatra. That's life because Ooh. that's life. Yeah. Right, let me write. Okay. okay. That's life. Because right. it's very simple. Like, we forgot how to sing today. The songs have become more electronic. And, uh, uh, but, you know, if you go in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and even 80s, the true music and true words. And, you know, yes. Frank Sinatra was a, like an Eminem on his age. You know what I mean? He was a rapper. He never knew how to sing. But, you know, I mean, that's life. That's life. You know, and then he smokes and, <laughs> you know, Dean Martin came up. But he was, I think they he should was remix a... that song now. Well, excuse me. They should remix that song. So I think we should get some rappers in. Yeah, to remi- don't, that'd be cool. Don't. So that's why, because he's, in that song is he literally explain what a life it is. You know, I mean, by you know, by seasons and everything else. And you know, the, the, that's life. You know, I mean, today you up, tomorrow you down, and that's what it is. And I like a Frank Sinatra, a few songs, not everything. I can't be on all his rapping and all these things. So. <clears throat> but he was good, you know, he was good. So what I have to say, his honest wordings, I can understand because I know one thing about Frank Sinatra, he, most of his songs he wrote based on his life and, uh, sorry, be written based on his life experience. Yeah, so that's life, Frank Sinatra. That's I like life. that one. That's... I like that say. one. <laughs> Oh, see, now he's singing for me. See, I like <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Excuse me. So, yeah, so, yeah, I'll send you the audio separate. You know what I mean? 
I really listen. don't mind. Yeah, please do. <coughs> please send me the audio. So listen, listen. I need to be all right. It's a little bit early, seven thirty in the morning. You know, what I mean, don't forget I was. I wake up five o'clock in the morning. I was doing exercise. I was okay. Mm, 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 See, mm. he's showing me his muscles, guys, as well. Yeah, like you know, I, don't, I can't show you more because everybody's gonna fall, you know, from the chair. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Mario. But the way that make you laugh, yes, yes. No, I love it. I love it. What is the best advice you believe? you have ever received from someone that has helped you and that you carry with you? Look, it's time is the most precious commodity in life. Mm-hmm. That's all. Well, you all take it. We all have the, that approach. I have a time. I have a time. We don't have a time. Time is something we can return. So I said to people, time is the most precious commodity. Use wisely. Because there will not be a second opportunity. So That is true. That is definitely true. So that's my that's my uh, time. Doesn't matter what we do, doesn't matter what we are. And, you know, I believe it, you know, when I was 18 in a war, life is this and this and this. But then suddenly people start disappearing, you know, in the war. People yeah, that's die. True. Mm-hmm. And I was I realized, okay. This is not what I want from my life, you know what I mean? So that's a very early I realized that time is the most precious commodity, so use wisely for everybody. I think a lot of what you've been through, I'm sure, especially now with everything that's going on in the world, and I think you even know what I'm talking about when it comes to war, um, it's sad that people have to go through that because of somebody else's greed. That's what how I feel it is somebody else's greed at the same time politics okay politics is such a big subject as you know Mario <laughs> politics. politics and Savia I want everybody to understand involve don't go people who talk about war politicians their families their kids they don't go involve goes people like myself you know middle class and, and all these things. One thing when the war it is, uh, I was surprised and Croatia was, uh, that was uh, like amplified. We don't have the food, but we have the weapons, right? And like, <laughs> it's something's not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so the war is a most horrific thing human society invented. And I always come back to one thing. Everything is okay with the war till till you don't walk into the the fight, right? And once when you fight, you can forget your family, you can forget your friends. And I always suffer that that uh, syndrome by thinking I'm here doing this and this and this, and a guy is coming back from overseas getting the great positions and I'm defending country and they become my bosses, right? And I'm like, and you know what the worst thing the worst thing about war it is? Same people who start the war, they go, they sit, that's a champagnes, medals, my that's of accommodations, that's beautiful. Shake the hands, you know what I mean? Peace is here. Okay, so why did we go in the war? That was from, I was like biggest confusion. Everything's come back to the point before the war. And I'm like, okay, that's... Uh, and I had the 1800 consecutive days, which is far too long. So, yeah, so, Savia, thank you for asking. No, because uh, there's so many questions that I do want to ask you, and I'm sure we're going to have a podcast too session. With you, <laughs> yes. Well, yes, absolutely. I had a couple of couple podcasts. You, <laughs> I, you know, I... Um, I have a I have a different goal, but I tell this private. I don't want people laugh here, like you know what I mean. So, but I have my agenda, and okay. uh, I truly believe that people should listen to Savia uh, as people focus with Savia Rocks, because different cities between you and everybody else have been in many podcasts. It's your kindness, uh, kindness in terms of the voice and, and the tone of the voice and an understanding topic and understanding person instead of like you know let's go sing Kumbaya, you know what I mean. Yeah. Let's go. No, I understand that. I definitely do. Mario, I've only got two more for you. Yes. Because the time has just flown by. Yeah, please. 
<laughs> I've only got two more for you. So my second to last one is, what would you like? And I love asking this. Yeah. What would you like your legacy to be? But only when you feel like you have done enough in the world, how would you like people to remember Mario as? Or who? That's a very interesting question, Sally. And I think how they're going to remember me. Look, someone's going to remind, remember me as a comedian, somebody as a soldier, combatant, 007 in beginnings. It's not important, but how like the people remember smiling? Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you see, this is this is the moment when I was in my life in a relationship and I was being like, you know, like you and I just being cheeky a little bit, we talk openly and everything else because you make me comfortable to be this. And then the other side of my life, the other person I was in a relationship would tell me, how you can be so serious? You know, you run a serious business, you can't be this. And I say, like, I want people to remember me, somebody who makes their lives better. So whatever I do, I want people understand that for some reason I have experienced a life which is very horrific. And I want to remember that if I succeeded in a couple of elements in life, and that's, you know, uh, surviving the war, uh, having the child, being a successful businessman, you can do it as well. And you don't need guru to tell you this. Everything is inside of us. Everything. We need a friend. We need a, somebody to you know, lean on. But everything is inside. So I want to remember me as a guy who told them that they can do it their own. That's what I want to do. Yeah. And you've just done that. You've you literally know. just done that. Thank you. <laughs> That's perfect. Thank um, you. Sir. My last one for you, Mario, before I have the opportunity to say thank you to you for yeah. coming on the show is I would love for everybody to know where they can find you, where they can buy your book, if they would like to have a conversation with you on social media. Well, the best the, the best way it is, and um, uh, my website, www.mariobekes, M-A-R-I-O-B-E-K-E-S.com.au. Uh, there's all links on social media. Uh, feel free to contact me. Um, if you want to be entertained, you want to be talk, uh, you know, whatever it is, I'm here, you know, taking consideration of time and, and everything else. So I'm happy to, to share my wisdom and knowledge. And I say to people, don't forget, you're enough. You're worthy, and time is the most precious commodity. You don't need nobody, you know what I mean? So, because people forgetting, you need to work with what you have, not what you want. And when you learn that one, that's going to be successful. So that's, this is me sound serious, Sabiat, like, very serious, because I really enjoy conversation with you. Thank you for having me for the last three hours, two hours, hour and a half, okay. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for having my show and I can't wait to have you on my radio show I want to hey. say thank you to all listeners if you don't understand feel free, you know I mean, google it and uh, you're going to understand my language but jokes on side, thank you Savia I really appreciate for having me in your show no, and this is where I say to you Mario, thank you so much for coming on the Ask People podcast show waking mm -hmm. up so early for me as well to come on the show, but also the same. Uh -huh. okay, he's singing again. He's singing again. I can hear myself because we're still like, "Why are you a psychic?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so like you I know, totally that's a, that's the next thing you know because you know I'm at home this, this very moment. So yeah. apologies, I'm not in my office with a beautiful wall, you know, uh, lights and everything else. And my son, he just you know, is he wake up this morning and. Um, because he's diabetic, you know, me, he needs to eat all this food. And I hate him for that because I can't eat this, so much sweets. And he's like this. Uh, but, you know, I know he's going to tell me what is psychic with, you know, with Savia. But Savia, thank you very much for having your show, uh, Spielberg Podcast. Really appreciate it. You know what, Mario? I have to thank you because you've made me laugh from beginning to end of the podcast so this is where i say to you mario thank you so much for your kindness your compassion your wisdom for showing people that you can forgive no matter what goes on in your life and to show people that you can be your best self regardless and make a pathway for yourself in order for you to be who and do what you want to do in life so mario thank you so much thank you so much 
You're more than welcome. And guys, thank you so much for listening to the As People podcast. And please remember, you can subscribe and leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and any other platform that you prefer listening to. Please also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can also donate to the Us People podcast by simply going to the Savvy Rocks website or just typing in paypal.me forward slash us people podcast guys thank you so much for listening stay happy stay positive and as always please continue to be kind to one another Absolutely, thank you, Savia. No, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Can I sing now or is it finished? You can sing. That's you... Like... <laughs> you like it? <laughs> Just don't know the repeat. Of course, Savia. It's like, you know, you 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 know, like when I come in England, you're mine. I mean, I'm telling you, you're mine. I mean, you're going for dinner with me. And then you're going to send okay. Daniel the picture. And you're going to say like, so yeah. <laughs> Now is my time to shine. Now is my time to shine. Now is my time to shine. Time that you let go. Time that you let go. Now is my time to shine. Enjoy the ride, open those eyes, see the light, ignite that fire inside it, let it breathe breath into life, push all your fears to the side, control your mind, it's all alright, enjoy your life, the joy is mine, commit to you, you got the tools, everything you do, you make the rules, so